0: My name is Nelson, and with me tonight are my two buddies Schnell and Teej. How are you guys doing?
1: What up, I've Mind? I have a magic-related injury. (laughs) Oh god, did you have a cranial explosion? Uh, not quite a cranial explosion. I have literally strained my neck from standing over magic boxes, sorting cards for the last week. How many do you
0: think you've gone through? Uh, Realistically, um...
1: Like forty or fifty thousand. In addition to my, addition to my daily, other crap I have to do with board games and talk, adding customers.
0: (laughs) You know, being a store owner. Yeah. Well, Uh, are are you gonna? It feels like
1: uh, it feels like I need to crack my neck at all times, and turning to the left is damn near impossible. And my wife was at the store and she's like, Yeah, I watched you for like ten minutes and you have your head slunked down <laughs> and you're staring at cards and you're scanning them with your phone and you have horrible posture and you're killing yourself. I'm like sweet.
0: Those occupational therapists, man, they think they know everything. <laughs> They're like, oh, I can get tell you one what. One master's wrong with your body. degree. I was gonna say she has a masters. <laughs> you
1: get one master's degree and suddenly you think you're master of me. Yeah. Oh man. So yes, magic sorting is a dangerous practice. Be careful out there. Guard your loins, or whatever.
0: <laughs> gird your loins? The more you know. Do-do-do-do. I think it's good. Oh, so it's, it is it's gird. Gird. been a little... What? Gird? What? Gird your loins. What? Gird your loins. Nope. Gird, them. gird your loins. Guard Put them. your uh, hands down there. <laughs> loins. Just cup them. Gird them. them. Cup them. Cup uh, them. Supply. Supply. subtly wow. Supply. Let's bring this back to magic. Let's, yeah, let's... Yeah. Uh... Give your loins <laughs> protection. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nelson, what have you been doing magic-related in the, like, four weeks since we've last sat down to record with each other?
0: Oh, God, it's been so long. <laughs> what have I been doing magic-related? I've been annoying the shit out of you two about this Atraxa EDH deck. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, <laughs> so you guys are my... Off. You're, my, you're my, <laughs> my, my personal shoppers at this point. Well, and Teej uh, uh, is trying
1: to fight me for
0: sales. Yes.
1: <laughs> he doesn't tea- pay for his cat food with magic sales. I do. <laughs> I have cats. <laughs> you also have a real job.
0: Yeah, we
1: have cats. I (laughs) I decided
0: that... What? Cats? (laughs) Cats? I decided that I was going to build, like I said, an Atraxa EDH deck, but I wanted to make it themed uh, with Phyrexia. So it's a bunch of stuff from uh, New Phyrexia, Scars of Mirrodin, uh, there's some Darksteel in there, all those cool artifact and Phyrexia-centered sets. Uh, And I realized shortly after I decided... Uh, oh, the cards that I wanted to put in the initial list that I only owned about eh, maybe five to $600 worth of the eleven $1, <laughs> $1, to $1,200 worth of yeah. cards I need to put in this thing. Nice. I quickly realized that adding uh, one copy of basically every sort of A and B printed uh, considering I only own one copy of each of the two from Modern Horizons was going to be a very quick and expensive endeavor. Um... Let's see, Phyrexian Dreadnought, that's a reserve list card that's like... It's only 50 bucks, but still. Uh, Blightsteel Colossus is like another $55. Vampira I just, I just got 60. one
1: in in trade yesterday because somebody was looking for gas money. And I'm like, tell you what, I'll give you extra for the Blightsteel because I know a guy looking for one right now.
0: <laughs> As I'm sitting in the corner scratching my neck like Tyrone Biggums <laughs> like, you got any Blightsteel Colossus?
2: You got, you got any reserve list, ca- <laughs> reserve list cards?
0: Uh, yeah, that's basically what I've been up to. Um, I have not played a whole ton of Arena lately because... I just got a little bit burnt out, uh, and that's something that I want to talk to you guys about because I think that's kind of a, a widely shared thing, at least in, in our group for right now. Um, but that, yeah, that, the Atraxa deck has definitely been my main focus. It's it's what I'm working the hardest on. I, I can't wait to get it finished, share the deck list, and actually see if this deck that I'm investing a ton of time and effort and capital into ends up paying off and at least being fun to play i don't care if it wins i just want it to be fun to play so well
1: and most of the stuff that i've seen on your list anyway it's if you don't like the deck that you're running it in you have a solid collection to build from
0: oh absolutely a lot of the stuff can can slot elsewhere very easily yeah yeah, so we'll see how it goes. I'll I'll report back with a full list once it's settled and actually have a chance to uh, to play test it. But that's that's about what I've been up to. What about you, Tej? What have you been up to? I've been playing a lot of EDH lately. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. How did League um, go for you guys tonight? Um,
1: decent. Except Tej won the game that we just played, so <laughs> I didn't have fun.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> tell you tell guys them what tonight? you did. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, fine. I kept a <laughs> no land hand, and I didn't do anything for the first three turns of the game, but then rose to be one of the biggest threats at the very end. So how did
0: you how did you manage that? What were you playing?
1: Uh, I was running Omnath locus of rage, and I kept a no land hand because I had soul ring and howling mine and then a bunch of like three and four drop land tutors. so, for the first three turns, I got nothing. Somebody else put howling mine, started getting into stuff, got my own howling mine out, started ramping in. I had like 14, 14 or sixteen lands on the battlefield, and like 10 five-five elemental tokens out <laughs> before Tej uh, bounced everyone's creatures back to their hand, and then that was slumped. me. No, I thought. No. You- oh, okay.
2: Uh Oh I, I
1: you did, you son of a bitch. Because I, did I, I didn't I sarcastically on. asked you if you turned all your planeswalkers into creatures yeah, no. before casting I, it. I, sorry. So don't pretend like you didn't just board wipe everyone and swing for lethal. I didn't so bounce were you playing the Avengers deck teacher? He, he deck, was so playing was Oros on. and the Avengers.
2: Got it. Yes.
1: Uh yeah, I I, <laughs> I had a good start
2: with that deck. It didn't uh, hurt me that Chanel kept a no land hand.
1: <laughs> it didn't um, even hurt me that much that
2: I kept it. Didn't. In, no, yeah, I was man, gonna say sold, in the end, it really but... didn't
0: hurt Chanel. <laughs> no, yeah.
2: with two howling mines out, uh, and then I had an early game reliquary tower, and then a thought vessel just in case. So I had double no maximum hand, hand size. Uh, so I was just drawing cards. <laughs> Get to keep all my cards and your cards. Yeah, pretty much. That's <laughs> what happens with two reliquary <laughs> <Yep>. tower effects. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Uh, Sarkon the Masterless is The best win condition in the deck It turns all Planeswalkers into 4-4 four, four Dragons It's uh, just what I use To wipe everyone out uh,
1: uh, You use that Red-white angel that doubles Gisella, damage yeah. If you didn't have Gisela I hand. could have eaten all my lands with Zurin Orb and came back at you
2: That's ex- absolutely <laughs> true
1: <laughs> I did, despite the No land hand, I had a Zurin Orb So I kept that and played that first turn and then threatened to sacrifice my only land, like, by turn four.
2: Schnell, <laughs> I attacked Schnell for 60. He could only survive if I attacked him for, like, 45 or less. I was at, yeah, I was at, like, 17 or
1: something like that. And I could get my life total up to, I think I figured out 38 or uh, <laughs> 30, 35 by just eating all my lands.
0: <laughs> so close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it wasn't Mr. Hurley who took everybody down this time, huh? Oh, no. He was in a different pod. He was playing in the back, so we didn't have to deal with
1: goddamn Child of Alara for the <laughs> thousandth time. You guys like Child of Alara with a bunch of elves and Armageddon, right? No, we've actually uh, said we don't like... It. Cool, I'm going to run that. Uh, turn to Winter Orb. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, pal. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Hurley, you are a true friend, and why the hell is Winter Orb still legal in EDH? (laughs) It's just so goddamn annoying. Okay, so I played a game with him three, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, where one guy had Urza and basically was doing the artifacts and Winter Orb locked down everything, and had the artifact from I want to say Hour of Devastation that all spells cost your opponents two generic more to cast. So
0: uh that's Godfarrow statue, isn't it, from yeah War of the Spark? Oh, is it War of the Spark? Yeah, I think that one's from War of the Spark. It's a Bolas thing, so it's it one is. of the goddamn bolas. But anyway, <laughs>
1: um regardless, so everything cost two more to cast. We can only untap one land at a time the Urza player and the Child of Alara player are both fine because their decks revolve around just digging over everyone's lands anyway. Me and the other guy are just sitting there going, <sighs> Land for the turn, go. <laughs> and then I finally get to the point where I'm like, okay, Nevenroll's disc for six. I've waited five turns. <laughs> Nevenroll's disc for six. Uh, Counterspell okay and i just scooped up all my cards and laughed. i'm,
0: like, I'm going home
1: yeah there i'm like ah, there's no way i'm gonna enjoy the rest of this while you two finish beating off on each other <laughs> that is the I'm technical a... term for it
2: yes <laughs> it's in the comprehensive rule book <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i used to be a judge rule 704 d no no b oh okay
1: beating so off. beat off <laughs> i was referencing dicks but anyway oh so yes, don't make EDH not fun If you're going to win the game, win the game Don't win by just making it so no one else can play Magic for 8 hours
2: Yeah And that's actually uh, Something I started doing um, I used to I shouldn't say used to Still do still do, I but just watch it, to it happen <laughs> uh, No,
0: oh, what, making <laughs> not
2: fun? <laughs> no, I um My Silumgar deck I made some changes to recently. Uh, basically, the big one I, I did was I took out uh, what's, the, what's the guy? The guy.
0: Not Silimgar.
2: No, he's still there.
0: <laughs> what's it do?
2: <laughs> Untap seven lambs. Oh, uh, Palancron. Palancron, yes, yeah, I was facing on the name. Uh, I had that in the deck. I had that in the deck because I was running uh, Dead Eye Navigator. <laughs>
1: So you are an ass.
2: Well, hold on. Okay. I run Deadeye Navigator because I can steal things permanently with Deadeye Navigator. Deadeye Navigator fits the theme and the strategy of the deck. Uh, but I also had things like Geth, Lord of the Vault, and uh, Gonti, and Memnarch, and stuff. And if I have infinite mana, then I can just win the game with Gonti or Geth or... or Door. or uh, that other thing I just said. Menmark. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, Menmark, absolutely. So, it was a win condition, but it, it, it seemed cheap. Uh, so I ended up just taking it out and putting in some more things. So now, uh, there's no more infinite combo in that deck. Uh, Dead I Navigator is still there, because again, it fits this theme and the strategy. Uh, but without the combo, I can't just randomly go into a combo and be like, oh, see this Theft deck I made? Uh, infinite Mana, I win. It's not what I, uh, it's not what I wanted to do. So I, I took that out, and I've been having a blast with it. I had a blast with it before, but with that out and some other new cards in, it's just been a lot more fun dedicating the entire deck to playing with everybody else's cards. Um... <laughs> I'm slowly. I do. I do really like your guard deck, and I love playing against
1: it with my uh, Thada Adele Acquisitor.
0: <laughs> I don't know Spe- what are you playing.
2: Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of just sitting there beating off.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, we've had some good games where just Tej and I are taking everyone else's stuff, and they're just sitting there like, "Can we play?" I'm like, no, we're having
0: fun right now. You can play when we're done. <laughs> You can go sit at the little kids' table and play there later. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> good times.
0: <laughs> what about you, Chanel? What have you been up to?
1: Uh, playing a lot of EDH lately, sorting a ton of Magic cards. Uh, I got hit in Pioneer with the latest round of bans from uh, uh, Smuggler's Copter. I was running that in my Mono Black deck, and I think I've, I think I'm bouncing back with that because it was mostly. Uh, creature creature Kill and Self-Recursive Creatures, and I was running Vehicles because Night Market Lookout with Smuggler's Copter. Night Market Lookout, if you're unaware, is a 1-1 one, one for 1 black. When it becomes tapped, uh, your opponent loses a life, you gain 1 life, and because Smuggler's Copter crews for 1, I can just crew it, deal you a point, gain a point, swing for 3, cycle cards. It was super efficient and... I'm glad I managed to sell out of Smuggler's Copters before they got banned because I <laughs> kind of figured this was going to happen, but I still wanted to play with it because I hate getting cards that are expensive and then waiting to actually play with them and like I I don't ever want to get to the point where I'm more concerned about building the perfect deck than I am about just playing the game. Because if you're more concerned about, okay, if I don't have the right cards, if I don't have the perfect deck, I'm not going to win, so I'm not going to have fun. No, just build with what you have. Start playing, make notes, learn the game, learn the rules, whatever. Enjoy it while you can, because once you start getting to that competitive level, every single ban and restricted announcement becomes a mini panic attack <laughs> or, or like a loss in the stock market for you. Just play the game to have fun. And if you're winning along the way, so be it, but don't have that be your only goddamn goal.
0: Yeah, and I think yeah, it's even more true. so with you know a new format like Pioneer where it's just not stabilized yet. So things well, are gonna happen.
1: That's the fun part of it though, is because Pioneer is such a it's a wide enough scope to be interested or interesting, but it's a narrow scope, so it's not completely overpowered right now. And it's new that everyone has the opportunity to try and homebrew something before the meta kind of solidifies and we get down to the point where, okay, well, you either have to run this deck or that deck or you're not going to have a chance in it. I've seen several people do the same thing that I've been doing, where it's, hey, I remember having this really fun deck in Standard. I'm going to bring it back out, dust it off, throw a couple of new cards in there, and see what it does in this new format. My mono-black deck was standard legal in... Um, uh, not A uh, Aether Revolt and... That era. Yeah, Kaladesh Aether Revolt era. And I threw in Rankle, because Rankle is just awesome, and it's fun to hit people right away and go, it's just a prank, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but somebody was, uh, somebody just rebuilt the friggin' Mono Blue Tempo deck that was good in Dominaria, and... Oh, I love that deck. It's such a good list, and that plus, or that entire list plus, like, um, Thassa and Master of Waves. Somebody just kicked the shit out of a bunch of people in a, uh, Pioneer tournament we had, like,
0: a week ago. I didn't even think about the fact that that deck is, like, even back... You know, um, in any meta, because like I said, I had so much fun playing that deck. Uh, just the straight up, like you said, the the Dominaria Exolon block uh, versions of that deck. Um, that would be a lot of fun to to build and, and run in Pioneer. Yeah. So I'm excited to play more Pioneer. I
1: I rebuilt the mono white deck that was in one of the like Challenger decks. Oh yeah, been, with I've uh, been the vampires. That yeah. Um, just again throwing. <laughs> take take a good deck in standard and throw in some like Eldraine stuff and a few older cards and just go go nuts have fun. Yeah. And that white deck gains so much uh, life and just flood the board with creatures. It's a blast. And I'm, I'm very excited because one of my customers like 6 or 7 months ago built a popper cube and she wanted to start doing like Saturday popper drafts. And then her work schedule changed, so she couldn't come in. Well, she just told me, she's like, hey, I'm free on Saturdays again, and I cleaned my room and I found my Popper cube. We're starting this up. Yes. That's awesome. Drafting Popper is so much fun. That's cool. That'll be a lot of fun.
2: I need to build my
1: Pioneer deck. Yeah, you do. Put down the Pokemon, pick up the Pioneer. (laughs) No, (laughs) never. I'm also curious, uh, because I personally hate the name Pioneer. Most of the guys around here have been calling it Oregon Trail. I'm wondering if other, <laughs> like, if other areas are calling it other silly names.
2: You died of dysentery. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just pioneer. got its own oh,
2: nickname everywhere. Trail. I'm going to name my deck dysentery. Yeah, there you go. There you go.
0: <laughs> Topical. <laughs> 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 so we had, we talked, uh, man, a while ago about a segment called Teejus Be Bitchin'.
1: And, uh, to
0: be bitching. am I bitching cause, today? Cause I know some bitching. To bitch about. Well, I mean, I kind of want to bitch today. I oh. kind of want to just talk about stuff and get opinions because I just have a lot of things that I'm curious what your thoughts are. So rather than talk about like one big subject, uh, kind of for the, the bulk of the show, I thought I would kind of get your guys' opinions on some of the the current stuff that's going around and give us all a chance to either defend it or or you know bitch about it as teach would want us to do so i would uh, i would want us to bitch <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing
1: i Teej guess he wants to bitch and i want is... to just disagree with teach because it's my nature <laughs> anytime teach loves something it's stupid anytime <laughs> teach hates something it's great it's i don't awesome. know how
2: you could hate that <laughs> it's true
0: so the first thing we're just gonna get the we're gonna get the waters warm uh, as <laughs> as our friend Craig would say when we're playing poker. Yeah, water's and warm. Uh, waters warm. Come on, dive guys. right in. <laughs> uh, and we're just gonna start with arena and and burnout. Uh, I know that we all kind of talked with each other before, you know, the show recording uh, earlier today, and talked about arena and stuff. And I know you guys both said you haven't really played lately. Uh, I haven't either. It, do you guys have? Is it, like, burnout? Is it time? Is it just the novelty kind of wore off? Uh, you know, what? what is it for you guys? Why aren't you playing as much?
1: Uh, I'll, I'll start, because I still, like... Basically, War of the Spark release was the last legitimate time I played Arena. And I think my issue with it is... I will never spend a dime on Arena, because... All told, I've probably spent two or three hundred thousand dollars of mine or business money on magic in the real world. So I refuse to spend any amount of money on a digital copy of it just to play basically an app game on my computer. And the issue I've been having, or at I think subconsciously what's developed, is there are people who have the free time and dedication to just. Grind all day, every day for every single card that they need and want, or they'll just throw the money at it to get the cards that they want, and it quickly devolves into such a stale meta that, like, even even just the recent, or I don't know what it's been like since the last uh, cycle, but it's, okay, well, you either run uh, Esper Control or you run Mono Red. That's it. No diversity. Nothing else can, like, rise to the top. And I was hoping that arena would be more of a deck building opportunity for people but it's the same it gives people the opportunity to play basically that same stale competitive magic that you see at top 8 where it's like okay, top 8, everyone had the same deck except for one guy and it was just I, I think that's totally bad. fair
0: uh, to kind of Uh, Comment on what you were saying about the meta. It's definitely shifted. Uh, There's some Esper, like Dance of the Man stuff that I've seen, and I think it's making a little more of a comeback now. I I haven't, honestly, I only saw some stuff from the last Mythic Championship, and like I said, I haven't played either, but I know meta shifted a lot to like Golgari Sacrifice with food tokens and um, that kitty cat that I can't think of the name for right now. Oh, the cauldron Um, cat combo. Thank you. Cauldron familiar. Yeah, that one. You know, and then there's also a Jun sacrifice where people are running Corvold and food and uh, cauldron oh, really? cauldron kitty cat and 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 things like that. So that's a lot of what I've seen. I think Mono Black is still Corvold's decent dragon, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My brain where kept every saying, time he when he Conrad? enters the battlefield or or attacks, he sacrifices. So. <laughs> um but I, and there is still some mono red stuff uh you know the cavalcades are still legal so i've seen like tor brand and mono red cavalcade where now you're getting you know all, all the red damage is doubled and, and all i stuff.
1: loved cavalcade like immediately when i pulled that thing in pre-release and i'm glad that it's found a home in competitive magic
0: yeah i'm glad it's starting to see more play too because i on arena i started playing it as soon as the set was released because i thought it was so fun uh and there were you know and then especially as uh you know subsequent sets have been released you know uh reprinting the chandra's phoenix in in uh the core set that just came out you know now now she gets pumped because of cavalcade and then it just really you know cycles up so yeah i i love playing with those decks they're a ton of fun uh what about you teach as far as arena is concerned
2: yeah so i also haven't played arena in forever um my biggest thing i think needs to be i feel like it's a really big time commitment at least for me um i was most excited about drafting on arena just being able to sit down on my computer and draft and it's fun it's fun don't get me wrong uh but it costs money to draft, like in-game money, the gold. Uh, and in order to get the gold, you got to complete the quests. And, and in order to like, maximize how much money you get, how much gold you get, uh, you have to do a certain number of quests a week. Um, I think there's been a couple changes since the last time I played. But uh, I found myself playing like an hour, an hour and a half worth of arena every day just to get gold. So then I could draft, which takes another hour. Uh, And then I find myself playing Arena for two, three hours and enjoying like half of it. Uh, And doing that every single day uh, it kind of gets to you. So I guess it's a combination of time and um, overload. Uh, So I didn't, I I just kind of stopped playing. Um, but I do pay attention to it. I know a lot about what's going on uh, as far as changes, as far as not the meta so much, but a lot of the controversies that have been coming from arena I'm I'm aware of, and a lot of those things just kind of annoy me. Uh, like the like the whole brawl thing, the fact that you could only play brawl for once a week uh, was super annoying to me. I yeah. brawl. I was I was ready to jump back into arena when they were going to put brawl on because that would have been fun. But then it's only one day a week, uh, and it wasn't fun. Now you can do it whenever you want if you pay ten thousand gold.
0: I was just, that was the, the next, this is the perfect transition. That was the next point I <laughs> wanted to make was whether you guys heard of this and, and what you think. So like you said, Tej, it's, it's 10,000 gold or 2,000 gems, I think, which equals about 10 bucks. Yeah. So if you want an unlimited brawl queue for roughly a month, uh, you have to pay the equivalent of $10. So now you are paying to play a format, essentially. Yeah um You know, I believe there are, there is one reward for the Brawl Days event, I believe, and it is a copy of Reese the Redeemed uh, once you get your first win. So they're bringing some commander stuff over to Brawl. But I don't think that, it's very interesting because I've been reading a lot of like um, streamers and Magic Pros Twitter accounts about this lately, and, you know, a lot of them are saying that, you know, when, when Brawl was initially rolled out, Wizards told us that we were only going to get it once a day because the queues would be unmanageable. Uh, and now they're rolling it out to where it's just going to go for you know a month straight well your daily queues because there are so many people who who have gold or gems or are willing to pay you know just to play uh you know these queues are going to be probably what they would be otherwise so a lot of people are kind of calling bullshit on this and saying that you know uh, a lot of people say everything wizards does is a cash grab right it's it's all about money um but this would seem to be that <laughs> um, in a nutshell, <laughs> right? It's a it's it's a way to squeeze people and force them to pay just to play a format. Uh, yeah, Reese the Redeemed is cool, but you can also craft him with wild cards they've announced so you don't have to spend your money. And I, frankly, I think it's bullshit that you have to pay money to play a format. You know, if they want to sell the season pass every time A new set is released for 20 bucks or whatever, and it gives you access to extra rewards that you wouldn't get on the regular mastery track. I think that's something completely different, but putting an entire format behind a paywall uh, just to be able to play it more than once a week seems like utter bullshit to me. So that really put a sour taste in my mouth.
2: Yeah, they're really pushing standard for Brawl. They want Brawl to be standard. uh, They want Brawl to be draft. And they want Brawl to be... Or not Brawl, I'm sorry. They want Arena to be standard. They want Arena to be draft as your main things. And they're really pushing uh, uh, best of one. Yeah. Which which doesn't make a whole lot of people happy because it's changing the, 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 the fundamental aspects of the game. Then they do weird things like Historic. Uh, we're going to slowly add cards one at a time to this format that you, that no one's going to want to play in paper. You're only going to want to play in arena. Uh, and I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to do historic, why not do things that are relevant? Why not put in cards from modern horizons? Like there's nothing wrong with Reese the redeemed, but he's not relevant right now. He's not, uh, uh, he wasn't in any modern sets from the past year. Or two, uh, or ever. I guess I was gonna he's say he's only got the one, the one yeah. printing
1: from Shadowmoor, right? Yeah. yeah,
2: but I mean the point is, there. Last year they 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 shoved a whole bunch of products down our throats with 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 master sets and and commander things and all that stuff, and there's no cross promotion. Uh, yeah, it is kind of
1: annoying with like, <laughs> here's new commander stuff, here's new mas- or modern stuff. Rather than promoting ma- modern and commander, here's Brawl and here's Pioneer.
2: Yeah. Who,
1: who lined those items up together? <laughs> and why? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're yeah. really going to push this new format. Are we going to push it in paper? Yeah, we'll release decks, but only a couple of them. And we're not going to make that many because we don't really know. This is the second time they've tried pushing Brawl, and I think they have did a better job this time than around... Because Dominaria was where they first started to get the idea of Brawl out there. Yeah. Which is why there were, like, what, 30 legendary creatures in uh, Dominaria? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But the short print run on the first batch of Brawl decks is annoying as hell. I am still waiting on three displays on backorder that even my distributor went, Yeah, we don't know where they are. We should have had them weeks ago. And they keep popping up. Somebody said on Target's website, but whether or not you get the actual one with the correct description and you get it for a reasonable price is still up in the air, even from a big box store. God, I hate that they got rid of MSRP.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no it's just really like, screwing over a lot of people. Yeah, I think uh, we are really lucky to have you. You are <laughs> yeah,
0: no shit.
1: Well, and when I took because I pre-sold. All of the friggin' brawl decks. Mm-hmm. And when somebody asked me how much to pre order, I did the math and went, yeah, like 20, 20 bucks a deck. And they're like, are you sure that's right? <laughs> I'm like, hang on, let me check my invoice. And like, I'd go online and like check and I'm like, yeah, based on my math, they should be about 20 bucks. He's like, because like this place is charging like 40. And I'm like, that, that math works out only if there's one per display, but there's two decks per display. Yeah. And I was like, just dead afraid that I'm like, oh god, <laughs> am I just. I'm not selling at cost, am I? Am I selling below cost? Am I really bad at this? <laughs> nope, just not as a uh, not as greedy
0: as I could have been. <laughs> That's why we love you. I do my best. Exactly. That's why I bought a set of them from you. <laughs> yeah. I undercharged. Uh. <laughs> no. Yeah. When
1: I get them when when I get restocked, I'm still going to charge 20 bucks a deck because people playing games makes me makes me all warm and fuzzy. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. I should look I- like that.
0: We're I want to go back brain. to uh, TJ's point, though, about you know Reese not even really being um, what do you say relevant, right? Yeah, he's uh, out of nowhere. So I think it's it's interesting too because when, when you talked about historic, so I don't remember when this was. It might have been a month ago uh, or a little more, like a little more recent or a little later than that. I'm not sure, uh, but they rolled out the 20 cards for historic onto Arena, and I I believe Elvish Visionary was one of them. Uh, but that may have been it as far as elves go. So, like, what is he even doing? Because there's not that much elf synergy in the current standard game right now. Well, Reese you know? isn't
2: so much an elf commander as he is a token commander.
0: I guess he's creating elf tokens. He's not yeah. like a lord or anything like that. I no, guess he's, he's um,
2: there's, and tokens. Tokens and green white
0: tokens is huge right now. Yeah. So.
2: So, I mean, I, I, see the, I, I see why they want
0: Reese. He's a good commander. He really is. Um, hey, he's great. That's why he's, what, I mean, 40 bucks probably? He's something not cheap. like that. I was going to say, I just took one in the other day and forgot how expensive he is.
2: Oh, uh, quick side note. Just out of curiosity before I forget. What, were you se- what did you sell those uh, smuggler scouters for? Or
1: uh, buy them or
2: whatever? What were they worth before they went down? I don't even know. Okay, I was just curious because I have a bunch. And-
1: whatever TCG mid was at the time because that's generally what i go off of
2: yeah but i mean anyway like like uh historic if our historic reprints could have been was modern horizons yeah modern horizons was old reprint like old you want to bring old cards into arena bring in the reprints from modern horizons those are those are going to be your cards. Let's sync up our arena and our sets that we're coming out with, so people don't have to learn to play so many different meta games. Um, uh, I lost my train of thought, but
1: there's too many formats right now that they're trying to push
2: concurrently. Yeah,
1: agreed. And like I, I visually represented that to somebody the other day because I had a uh, if you're familiar with uh, Monster the uh, like. Deck and sleeve and deck box company.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, okay.
1: I had a monster deck box that has five deck slots. It's like the Hydra or something like that. And I filled it up with what I told somebody were the decks that I, or for formats that I'm going to play but don't care about. <laughs> and all five slots is like, here's my, here's my Brawl deck, and here's a pauper deck, and here's my uh, uh, Pioneer deck, and here's uh, like all the, just the stuff stupid extra I want standard I want modern just let me play those for a little while don't need 18 more formats yeah no
0: I I I need cards not Uh, getting
1: I need cards not getting banned because their R&D can't figure out what's overpowered
0: right well and that's I mean you know because arena is standard and it is brawl and it is um, historic you know you're locked into obviously whatever format you're playing at the time and as you guys were saying before like the the format just gets flooded with the same two or three archetypes in the meta and then it's just like either it's a it's a mirror match and it's whoever draws what they need you know the the best order of cards first, uh, or it's somebody who's just going to blow you away. I mean, it's stabilized a little bit since Oko got banned, but when I, I was playing still, uh, after Eldraine was initially released, and it got to the point where if anybody played uh, turn 3 Oko, I just conceded on principle, and I, like, I don't even <laughs> want to fucking play with you, because this is stupid. Uh, you know, do something original. But again, when you're like Tej was saying, when you're trying to grind out these quests, and if you're trying to play, you know, you got to play uh, thirty blue or green cards, or you know, um, get X amount of wins to to increase your your mastery track path. Uh, I get it, um, but I, I just it wasn't even fun to play anymore. So I just said fuck it, and haven't really been back since. <laughs> Just because Standard right now, I had a lot of fun when um, Corset 19 came out. I thought that was a blast with, like, the Omnath and all the Elementals and all that stuff. Um, the Ravnica stuff was a lot of fun. But since Eldraine, I just haven't really been able to get into Standard too much. Um, so I wish they would do
1: more paper-to-arena tie-ins. Um, right now, Wizards doesn't support anything as far as in-store arena play like obviously Hearthstone is a big digital card game and it seems like arena was modeled to try and like nab some of that market I wish they would steal a little bit more from Hearthstone in that you could automatically like locate and friend and challenge people that were physically close to you and I think if Wizards did a hey we can do a digital FNM Where you log into your, you know, your store's network, and now you can play FNM with your arena deck against local people, even if they're only in the same city. Like they don't necessarily even need to be in the same room. You just register online for your store, and you can benefit your store either from home or by actually taking your laptop down there and playing. I think that'd be sweet. I think having more more product code tie-in things like having the having codes in booster packs would be awesome agreed they have released now i think one percent per set, a wave of codes to give out during um fnms but i'm pretty sure the codes are you can only ever get one of those codes regardless of how many FMs you play in and you're only you're only allowed like one of those codes for the like three month period that they're good Like, hey, I play FNM every week. Cool, here's one pack of the new set in Arena for supporting a local game store. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Wizards.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's not like they're losing anything, any stock that they have, as they're giving you digital booster packs, you know, to play their game. Well, and they're getting
1: people, they'd be getting people to buy the physical product, which is also being purchased and giving them money and revenue and building community, which helps... Get more players involved because more people can see people playing. Not everyone is like following Twitch streams and seeing, oh, this is trending right now. (laughs) Some people actually still go to the store and go, oh, what are you guys playing? Hey, I've heard of that. I'll give that a try since there's people here to play against.
2: Yeah, so we can see what's going
0: on. Yep. Teed, you sounded like you were going to say something. Did you have an extra thought or? About what? <laughs> that answers that question All right. so now that we got you not even have the first up, thought let alone an extra one <laughs> I should have known uh, so now that we're kind of warmed up there on the whole arena thing the next thing I want to I bitch about or get your thoughts on uh, so Secret Lair uh, has come and gone the initial yeah, buy all old, seven at once, or buy them all uh, as we as we drip release them, has has come and <laughs> gone. Well, it's like what they fucking do with uh, TV episodes, you know? They drip them. That's what they call it. Whatever. Is that it what is. they call it? Maybe. It's what I call <laughs> it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. So anyway, that old tale from the sea. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna lie. I had a See moment of weakness. new episode
2: of The Mandalorian that dripped last week?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's just dropping tomorrow, or dripping tomorrow, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> it's about to drip tomorrow, baby. <laughs> anyway, I had a moment of weakness, and I got one of the secret layer drops. I bought Kaleidoscope Killers because I wanted the fancy Ur-Dragon, and I didn't want to <laughs> buy the single. It's pretty card. I also hard. don't have the Reaper King or the Sliver Overlord, so I was like, oh, okay. Um, and apparently they've been including a foil... Um, stained glass planeswalker to help kind of up the value of these boxes a little bit, just because they're crashing kind of fast, uh, unless it's bitter blossom, which, you know, usually sits around 40 bucks. Uh, but anyway, I, I don't know how I feel about this stuff. I don't know how I feel about myself for picking one of those (laughs) up. Uh, you know,
1: I look at it, I look at it this way. Obviously wizards wants to start selling singles, this is like their, their shot at trying it without pissing off too many people, but still pissing off people because it's Wizards selling singles and again, they're bypassing a lot of the communal aspects of their own collectible game
2: mm-hmm. by
1: just going hey, you don't have to trade with your friends or go to a community like hub, just, just pay us and you can have it. Um, so- my, my protest by not buying that at all, feels like voting third party <laughs> where technically I'm doing something and I can feel good about
0: it, but then I just see the results and go, well, shit. <laughs> well, people are going to start to bring those to your store, though, and then you can just resell them. Uh-huh. But I, I guess not want to. <laughs> that's it, the, it's, an, it's an interesting thought that I hadn't really had about Wizards in the singles market. So do you think what they're trying to do is... Take a piece of that turf, uh, that you know. Take a piece of that pie, as far as the singles market is concerned.
1: Honestly, uh, somebody went, "Hey, we could probably make a lot of money if we did this," and they went, "Make a lot of money? We're in."
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's. I mean, that's what my first thought was when I when I saw this uh, secret layer. I mean, you got my attention because it's called secret layer, and I always like to see what the new products are going to be. When I found out what it is. I wasn't interested in it. Uh, That's because it... Excuse me. My... I prefer, like, original print cards. If I have my choice of getting something, I like original frame, original artwork. Mm -hmm. Same Uh, here. I just just like that. So while the Kaleidoscope cards look very pretty, if I was going to choose an Ur-Dragon, I would go with the original one um but that's just me so that product isn't for me that being said though the bitter blossom one uh is slightly cheaper than a bitter blossom single uh and that tipped me off to oh they're just doing uh single sales now uh why and fancy new artwork and foil and and the tokens and the panorama and everything that's going to draw people in and buy this from wizards but if you have that thirty dollars to spend, go to your store and pick up a cool original one, right? So, uh, yeah, this is this is wizards selling singles. The five foil full art Snowlands, <laughs> which what thirty or forty dollars there too? Yeah, yeah, doesn't interest me. Nope. Uh, I can see if you want to buy those and turn it into an art piece or something. I guess that's cool. But who's gonna? Who's gonna spend forty dollars for five lands, one of each one, however many times, to fill up your land slots in your deck? I mean, mm-hmm. that's a huge waste of money.
1: So See, and I'm not opposed to wizards putting out alternate art stuff, like the the storyboarder or showcase border, whatever they're actually oh, yeah. called. Yep. The storyboarder stuff in Throne of Eldrain, I absolutely love. I think they're fantastic. Yeah, those are cool. I wish they were a little bit More rare than they are because they've become like the main value of those prints of cards, and the the non-fancy art versions have just become garbage comparatively. (laughs) Because there's it's so easy easy to get the like storyboarder versions of the adventure cards. Um I like the collector booster packs. I think that's a cool way of having the hey, if you just want to get. More value out of a pack, and you want to buy something cooler, here's an option. Yeah. The secret layer of just going here, buy these singles from us directly, just uh, it bothers me. And I know I'm biased because I try to make a living off <laughs> of doing that, and wizards. I dare you. And wizards skipping me over directly to go hey we know you've put a lot of work in over the last few years to make it you know make a store build a community and try to try to be there for your customers but we want their money slightly <laughs> more and we could use it better than you or something I don't know what the reasoning oh my is
2: God Nelson is the customer and I'm the game store and you're wizards that's why you <laughs> <trying to laughs> swords. swords you dick <laughs> to be fair I could
1: sell the swords to somebody else but I want Nelson to. I want Nelson's money more than you
0: <laughs> oh man I guess so this is very interesting that you guys uh, say that because again like I said I didn't initially see it as wizards necessarily getting into the, the singles market as much as it was like Jesus do we really need another like special product rammed down our throats because honestly I thought the secret layer thing was cool. I was excited to see what it was, and I thought the reveal was really fucking underwhelming. Uh, <laughs> it was like, really, this is this is your secret layer. Uh, I just I thought it was going to be cooler. And like I said, I had a moment of weakness. I'll admit that I did buy one of them. Uh, but you know, they they were posting on the website soon after everything was shut down uh, that check back again in January, so clearly this is something that they're going to do regularly, yeah. and I just think that even if you were excited about it this first time around, uh, how do you not get fatigue? I mean, now going into 2020, uh, you know, we've talked about this before, and I'm sure we'll talk about it again, but all these new Commander products that we're getting, uh, you know, some of them are replacing some of the Planeswalker decks, I, I get that, and Planeswalker decks you know, are geared towards new players anyway, but there's just so much why are why is this being added too? You know, I mean, it's like people's wallets never get a break.
2: <laughs> well, here's what I have to say about that. You don't have to buy everything. You don't. Oh, I know.
0: No. absolutely. That's, I'm just saying in general. Yeah.
2: Right. No. Yeah. But I think that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand. It's the fear of missing out.
0: Yeah. We have. Uh, oh yeah. It's all, all, all FOMO. The-
2: whatever the past year where we had a new product okay. every single month
0: oh my god yeah
2: and everyone was like oh i want that and i want that and i want that and i want that <laughs> of course your wallet's going to you know shit the bucket but
0: <laughs> shit <laughs> i like that shit the bucket you know bed? what actually i think that's kick what we the should bucket? start calling the podcast
1: shit the bucket shit the bucket <laughs> you combine shit no. the bed and kick the bucket <laughs> kick the bed <laughs> Kick
2: the bed? You kick the bed and you shit the bucket. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Am I man. the only anyway, one having a saying... stroke here? <laughs> yeah. Listeners at that.
1: home, do you smell that toast? Someone should <laughs> check on that.
0: No, that's the bucket. <laughs> that's the bucket. <laughs> it's not toast. That's, she just shit in the bucket.
1: I think my brain just shit the bucket.
0: Uh, anyway,
1: <laughs> anyway. Anyway. You
2: don't have to buy everything. The Brawl Decks came out, and I, and and I was tempted to buy one of all of them. Uh, <laughs> and I ended up only buying one, because I only wanted uh, Corval. And when this next one comes out, I think I might pick up the... Uh, Bant one, because it has a... Uh, what's that thing in there that I like? Smothering Tithe.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yes.
2: It's got that in there. Um, and that's a, last time I checked, kind of a pricey card. Yeah, so it's if like I can pick bucks. that up... I was,
1: I was going to say, yeah, around
2: 10, I thought. Yeah, so pick that up and an Arcane Signet for 20 bucks. That's a good deal. Yeah, yep. And I don't, need, uh, I don't need Arcane Signets that bad where I need to buy every single... One, it's not worth it, at least to me, to do that. How many many soul
1: rings do you own?
2: I own a shit ton of soul rings. (laughs) That's because I went through...
1: So you don't want to own a a shit ton of arcane signets, too?
2: That's that's the thing. I'm growing and maturing as a magic player. Or like me, when I
1: found out that I technically own, like... 20 Sensei's Divining Tops because of how long I've been building EDH decks. Holy shit. <laughs> I have a lot. If you look I... at some of the stupid decks I've built, I've thrown cards in them that are now worth a ton. I found a Grim Monolith in just the shittiest deck
0: ever. <laughs> and I'm like, why is this here? <laughs> <laughs> hundreds of dollars being bogged down by the shit that's in a stack. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What does this deck do? Uh,
1: it focuses on the Five or six artifact infinite combo from <laughs> Miradin, <laughs> Grinding station, blasting station, summoning station.
2: You have so many extra shit lying around that you have that one deck that has two mystical tutors in it.
1: Hey, I fixed that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <The fucking trailer. laughs> Oh, man. Shut up. That's how. <laughs>
1: <laughs> go back to your bucket. <laughs> go, bucket. Go
0: shit in your bucket.
1: <laughs> <sighs> but no, on the subject of the secret layer, I missed the From the Vaults. Just a, those, li- those are a cool. limited release thing yeah. you could get through your store or your store could use to promote events because years ago, when I first got into game store game. ownership and we got our first allotment of From the Vaults. I uh, was still in contact, or re- somewhat regular contact with my uh, Wizards representative at that point. And I went, hey, what the hell am I supposed to do with these things? And he went, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. You can put a price sticker on them and you can put them on your shelf and they will sell immediately. Or you can use them, because at the time I was a uh, gateway level store. Mm-hmm. He's like, you can use them to try and get your store up to the next level. Where you have an event and you can promote it and say, hey, if we get a turnout of 16 or 32, we're going to throw one of these from the vaults into the prize pool. And he's like, and you can use that to benefit, you know, build and benefit your community. And I thought that was awesome. And I have not gotten a single message from Wizards in the last two or three years anywhere along the line of, hey we're going to be providing you with these things to help build your community.
0: And that's fucking that's sad. Rough, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's rough. What um, would you
2: think? I just had this thought. What did, what would you think about a product that you buy directly from wizards, but only you can buy it because you're a, a store owner and then you can turn around and sell it in your store? That way Wizards still gets money, but you have an exclusive product that people can come into the store and buy from you.
1: They do some of that, but most of it is now anything that I can get. It's also available through Target because they like Target. Yeah. Big box stores will always be able to throw more money at Wizards than all of us local game stores combined. Yeah. So they're never just going to say, hey, let's take less money. It makes sense. I would absolutely love for LGS exclusive and Wizards Direct. Well, and right when I opened up this store, uh, I received the notification that Wizards discontinued their direct sales Mm
2: -hmm.
1: program. I don't know if they've reinstituted it at any point, because from what I've read online, it sounds like some game stores or somebody made a comment about, like shipping times from wizards so i might look into if they re- reinstated it at, at any point okay. but yeah they they sent me the notification saying they were discontinuing it like right as i opened up this business
2: i
0: remember that yeah interesting yeah but um, between
1: that and getting r- getting rid of msrp to make things the goddamn wild west and a <laughs> race for the bottom on so many items online
0: yeah <sighs> Yeah, that's one thing that I'm glad I don't have to navigate. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, thanks. Yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> glad glad that, you that. have to deal with it, though. Piece yeah, that <laughs> bucket, bucket shitting, whatever. You piece of bucket shit.
2: <laughs> you guys are saying it all wrong.
0: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you shit bucket. <laughs> Well, all right, we're running up on time here and before before we go, there's one more thing I wanted to get your thoughts on. Uh so, I believe it was yesterday, but it's been one of those weeks, so maybe it was Wednesday uh, Tuesday or Monday. Yesterday was Wednesday. Um what do you guys think uh the very early, very selective um very small sample size of the the Theros Beyond Death spoilers that came out um the Pokemon energy lands have been confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've seen an Ashiok whose CMC is five. So I've seen debate as to whether or not this is a Planeswalker deck Ashiok or if this is the main set release Ashiok. Uh, we've seen the Elspeth and alternate arts for both of those. And then we also saw uh, a God made an appearance. Yeah. You know, so what do you guys uh, what do you guys think about what you've seen? And, uh, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, we don't know how many gods are going to be available in the set, but at least one of them uh, is is buy a box only. So, you know, what are your what are your thoughts on that? Or at least what you've seen so far.
2: So basic energy, not for me. They look cool, uh, but they don't look like land. And I understand they're supposed to be Nyx uh but it not for me i'm not excited about that part
1: to disagree with Teach because i love to
2: yes uh
1: i think they look awesome and i think they look awesome because they look different enough they're identifiable but they're unique and right now in the grand scheme of meta decks you and i could build the exact same deck list but when we show up we will have different decks based on our land choices. That is mm-hmm. how people can customize the exact same goddamn list is in, is in their land choices. So giving us more unique options, I'm on board with.
2: That's fine. I want to point something out to you. Oh, God, what? You didn't disagree with me. Shit. <laughs> I said they look cool, but they're not for me.
1: They are for you. Oh, damn it! <laughs> anyway, no. Uh, looking at looking at Ashiok. By the way, it's collector number two hundred eight of two hundred fifty-four.
0: So that's in the uh, set, so not the deck. It is not yep, a, not a right. deck. What about deck Elspeth? I just I just pulled that up too. You're, you're Elspeth totally looks right. like garbage, and I don't care. <laughs> Elspeth looks dumb. The art is bad. The spear is cool. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> what what were we calling it the other day? Deicide?r
1: uh, I, I was, I was the hearing one. it as Deicider in my uh, in my brain. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, I like that. Uh, but yeah, what no, did you so say instead God, of
1: God's end, Satan's is, begin or something. Satan's end. Satan's end. Satan's oh, okay. End. Yeah. Satan's front.
0: <laughs> <See what>? <laughs> <laughs> so A being by a box, what do you guys think about that? Are you bummed A3Os isn't in the in the set? That Or do you not really me. care?
2: I'm not, I'm not bummed about it. It it interests me. It it interests me that one of the one of the fifteen gods. Uh, that we already have from the original Theros block, is a buy-a-box promo. That means you're not going to open it in the draft boosters or whatever they're called now. Yes. Uh, which means I don't think we're going to get 15 gods, uh, but... There's
1: we'll, a chance, though, that you can get it in the collector packs because the collector boosters... You get it in the collector
2: pack, but I'm saying... Wild god. I'm saying if 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 we get a cycle of gods... Uh, maybe it just seems like an odd choice because if we get a cycle of the monocolored gods or a cycle of the allied colored gods, uh, that means we have Athreos who's the odd one out so we have six gods maybe we get ten gods, but why only ten not all fifteen, since we're not doing uh, one and done now, we're not doing uh, uh, return to Theros, and
0: then return to Journey to Nix. <laughs>
1: Journey back to Nyx is what
2: they <laughs> would
0: call this. Uh, so unless unless uh, Athreos ends up becoming um, printed twice, I was going to say, if or they is have there the enemy gods.
2: Second Athreos um, could be a lore thing uh, that would make sense because Athreos is lord of the underworld. Uh, so it could be a lore thing uh but taking something that we had a cycle of and and making one only buy a box is a just an interesting choice to me i'm interested to see where that goes
0: yeah i'm interested to see uh once the spoilers start coming out you know what the rest of the the god pool looks like you know i, I definitely don't think we're gonna get all 15 of them this isn't uh you know theros war of the gods or anything but <laughs> uh you know we're gonna get a bunch of of uh, legendary enchantment gods um like we got planeswalkers and war of the spark but i'm i'm interested with it i love oh God, ashiok I as a character guys. i think they're really cool i like the ashiok art and i like the alternate ashiok art um i think the card is interesting and I also think that the escape mechanic that we've seen revealed uh, on Elspeth's card is also interesting. Uh, it's the one where for uh, four generic and two white, you exile four other cards from your graveyard, and then uh, you can cast the card from your graveyard. So I think that's that's very interesting. This card uh, has a CMC of four, um, if you're casting it from your hand, but uh, CMC of six, if you're casting it from your graveyard. So I think escape has a potential to be a very interesting mechanic. And I think it'll be interesting to see what other cards have escape uh, printed on them. I'm more interested in the
1: fact that uh, Kaya's ghost form is still going to be legal when this card comes out. So <laughs> I can, I can negative her into the ground and just have her come back in fresh for one black versus six and four cards exiled from my graveyard.
2: Yeah. I, like- I think that's
0: a very good point too.
2: I I think I like the escape mechanic. I don't like that it's on a Planeswalker. As someone who just won an EDH game with a Planeswalker deck... You won with a lot of 4-4 dragons, technically. (laughs) Technically. (laughs) Uh, Planeswalkers are a pain in the ass.
1: Yeah. I honestly want them to just cycle out Planeswalkers at this point. Me too. Me too. I'd be completely okay with... Hey, next set we're only going to get three planeswalkers, and then we're only going to get two planeswalkers, and then we're going to get one planeswalker, and then hold on to your your <laughs> shit buckets, kids, because <laughs> the next set after that has no planeswalkers in it anymore.
0: Yeah, I'd be okay with it. Oh. I'll take a break from planeswalkers for a while, if not forever. Yeah, I don't know about forever. How but I mean, how for a, often? A good long how break. often
1: in the last you know? two rotations, three rotations, four rotations has the meta completely cycled and focused on a planeswalker or two planeswalkers. It's no longer just, "Hey, I'm going to try and build a deck against you. It's I'm going to get, you know, uh Teferi and shut the game down. I'm going to get uh what's her name? The blue one. Narset? Narset, Parter oh, of yeah. Vales. Yeah. And just shut your your
0: entire deck mechanic down." Well, even now, Garuk or uh, Oko before he was banned. Well, he and that's Oco. the yeah, thing. Shuts that's a one Either one shuts him down. Having to ban
1: him outright because he's just too goddamn powerful because of the creep of Planeswalkers over the years.
0: Yep, players are supposed that they to didn't be the even planeswalkers. Notice it While they were playtesting, it blew my mind. Yeah, sorry, didn't mean to talk over you there. No, that's fine. Um, my words are dumb. <laughs> your words have a lot of meaning to me and to the people who listen to this show. Yeah. Our demographic testing shows you as being the most popular of all of us, Schnell. What? Because of your warming, humble voice. I wasn't gonna tell this tell you this in front of Teege, but it's That's an early awesome. Christmas present. Woo. Teege, you just gotta work harder uh, in twenty twenty. I
2: have I
1: have done legitimate radio work before, so I've got, I've got just a little bit of.
2: I bring you gems like shit the bucket. <laughs> this is how you repay me. <laughs> and what? Also, up,
0: we I'm have Mike? focus groups and testing. What? <laughs> uh, it's just an experiment I've been doing on the side. It's uh, you know, we'll, we'll get into that <laughs> on a different episode. Uh, but yeah, no, that, kidnapping that, that's people good... in your van, playing the podcast. <laughs> Tell me which one you like, and I'll let you go. <laughs> I was trying to wrap this up before you told oh, everybody that. <laughs> God damn it! But here we are, and yes, you're right. <laughs> and if you're in the van right now, text <laughs>
1: Schnell to nine one one. They'll know what it means.
2: <laughs> text to Schnell two nine one one. Pull your phone. Put nine one one in the number and just text Schnell. <laughs> they'll know what it means. It's they'll to work know. with first responders before
1: Nelson know. will get the note.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. we will we'll be wrap in it the up police there. records. Um, we'll we'll be coming back uh, before the year is out with uh, you know some. Some New Year's resolutions, I think that we can make really fun, uh, whether they're serious or or not, and uh, kind of a uh, what we're what we're excited about as we turn the page to to 2020. But for now, uh, thank you guys for joining me and recording this tonight, and thank you to everyone who's listening. Make sure that you tell a friend, rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Podbean, iHeartRadio, uh basically anywhere that you consume podcasts. Check us out on our online groups. Uh you can find us on Facebook and on Instagram at homebrew magic. And uh until we see you guys or not see you, but until we talk to you guys again, don't drink and scry. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's never worth it.